You're listening to So What Has Changed, a Mitzi Jane Media production. Here we explore local perspectives on a global shift by talking to people from different walks of life to help us better understand the future of business as we know it. Here's your host, Mitzi Aker. Hello, welcome to So What Has Changed. And our guest today is Tanette Lynch. And Tanette is the Director of Hospitality and Tourism for the City of Hoover and also the Executive Director for Aldridge Gardens. She is an expert in tourism and hospitality, and I have known her for quite a while. She is a leader in the City of Hoover, maybe one of the most powerful women, I think. I don't know about that. <laughs> but she has years of wisdom to share with us. And so welcome to the show. Introduce yourself to us, Tanette. Thank you. Well, as you said, I'm Tanette Lynch and I'm director, a newly appointed director of hospitality and tourism for the city of Hoover, which is a new department. I'm from the hospitality industry. I've got over 30 years in hotel management and um, own my own hospitality consulting company, open hotels for developers. Um, So hospitality has been my passion and my career. So I'm very involved on the state level. I've been appointed under four different governors to the um, Tourism Advisory Board for the State Department of Tourism. And I serve on a lot of um, committees. And I always say, if you've been around long enough, they ask you to do that. That's why, but it's uh, my pleasure to be here, and I call Hoover, Alabama my home. Well, thank you. We are excited about what you're going to share with us today, and so on the show, I always ask, so what has changed? So tell us from your perspective, what has changed? Well, you know, I kind of wear two hats. So from the public garden and venue arena, What has changed for Aldridge Gardens has been really a positive way because we are an outdoor venue. Um, We are a free attraction in Hoover. And so being outdoors, our visitor numbers have almost doubled in the past year. We usually welcome about 90,000, 85 to 90,000 people a year. We're going to probably trend out about 150,000 this year. So, you know, people have wanted places to bring their families when we were first started with COVID and places closed down businesses. You could come here, bring your family, you could distance, number one, be outside, number two, and just enjoy nature. It, it was There's no cost to it. So, um, you know, we saw that uh, just the numbers of visitors skyrocketed and new visitors. So it's been great for us in that regards, but it's also added a lot more work and just takes seven days a week of of a little team that we have to keep it going. But it's been a very positive thing for us. You know, for the hotel and lodging industry, overall, it's been disastrous. So needless to say, everybody knows that, you know, people quit traveling, restaurants closed. That was pretty devastating. Our industry has been one of the most devastated industries in the nation since this started. So But on the flip side of that, we are definitely seeing a just surge in travel. It's a different type travel now. People are doing more drive destinations. In the past six months, people have started to fly and feel a little more comfortable. But the drive destinations has just skyrocketed. 
you know, if you're driving to the mountains or driving to the Gulf Coast, you'll know you, you can hardly get a hotel room. And I mean, that's been a fantastic thing. It's, it's helped the state um, hotel numbers, occupancy numbers come up for those people going to the beach. Locally, more central, like that is not a true a visitor's destination and corporate type hotels that are still struggling. And it's, you know, what we see in our industry, the numbers, they're coming up, but it's going to take um, longer than six months to a year to get those numbers back where we were. Our industry was, when COVID hit, we were probably enjoying the best economy we've had in years. The hotel rates were high. The occupancy was high. People were having meetings. We were just really enjoying. We had watched that go up for years. And then boom, COVID hit and people quit traveling. And the market has shifted. Corporate meetings, it's going to take a while to get that and that was the number one segment for us in the state of Alabama and travel was corporate meetings. And corporate meetings just hit a wall. They've stopped. And people discovered Zoom and different ways to communicate and not put large numbers of people, you know, in these big meeting rooms. It's coming back a little bit, but very, very slow. And um, that was the number one market segment. And now that's probably dropped to the bottom as far as market segments go with more athletic market because that's outside. Teams are traveling, you know, and doing more. The clientele for the hotel industry has definitely changed. If you have a large hotel with a lot of meeting space, you know, that meeting space pretty much sat empty and it's a different animal now. You can't pack it to capacity. The food and beverage side of it changed. Hotels and restaurants are having to reinvent how they do business. So it's definitely been devastating for that, that industry. But it'll come back and it is coming back slowly. It's just going to take a while. So I actually attended a fundraising event this summer at Aldridge Gardens, and I felt safe. I think it was a successful event. Do you have any insights to give to our business owners who may do events, like how how to pivot now so you can continue to do those in a safe manner and meet your clients' needs? Right. So, you know, from the food aspect of it, buffets, were no more. And so people had to figure out how they were going to do that. And our industry is very creative. I say the hospitality industry is fun and creative. And so food presentations, everybody was like, how will you do it? You can't do a buffet. So people did, our caterers are fabulous and they were very creative with packaged presentations. And if people are thinking, oh, is that dinner in a cardboard container? Well, you know, it was much more creative than that. So they just prepackaged their homemade items, did a nice display, and picked it up. And there were not many self-serve, there were no self-serve buffets. And so that has come back where you can do buffets, but they're served. You don't reach in yourself for the most part they're served. And then again, you're seeing people be much more creative with what you take to your table and, and that sort of thing. So salt and pepper shakers have kind of gone away, <laughs> but there are ways to have a beautiful presentation and not necessarily have to put your hands on everything. 
we are being very creative in how we do that. And, and, you know, I think room capacity has gone back, but we don't know, of course, what's going to happen in the next few months. But if you have a large meeting space, you can, for a while, we had, if you had a table that would seat 10, you could put six there and you know you had to think like that but you see that more and more getting back to normal as far as the occupancy of a room and then people are making their choices to mask or not mask right now in hoover it is a business choice whether you wear a mask or not and i think people are being very respectful and say if you you want to wear a mask by all means wear a mask and there's pros and cons however whoever you talk to about that so um, you know, it's up to the businesses whether they want to require it or if there's a wedding and someone here wants to have their guests wear a mask, that's totally up to them. At this point, it's not our requirements, but, you know, they can make those choices for themselves, as can businesses. You know, people have adjusted and they've figured out how to make it work because, I mean, we're booked going into 2023 already for weddings and events. And I hear Amanda, our sales coordinator, tell people, you know, we have no Saturdays left for the rest of the year. So people are back and they're getting married. They're figuring it out. It's working. It's working for us. The biggest struggle now with our industry is employment. Obviously, business wasn't there. People were furloughed. People left on their own accord, felt not safe. Getting people back to work is a tremendous, tremendous challenge for the hotels and the restaurants and the attractions. And so I tell people all the time, be patient because you don't know if that kitchen has the chef and one person or the chef and he's it or whatever. So, you know, I hope people will dig deep and find some patience with our industry and there's a lot of new servers out there and people learning that had never done it before. So I just think people have to be understanding, be kind and be very patient, but we'll get there. We're coming back. Well, that is definitely good advice. So I've got a personal question for myself. I was in the process of putting together a leadership training marketing conference and about the time that I was going to go live, the COVID numbers went up. This was going to be in October. And so I just said, no, I just financially cannot put the money into it or the time into it, not knowing if it's going to make or not. And so my question is, when do you think if numbers plateau, they do not continue to rise, would be the earliest to be able to do like an in-person training event? Well, I've been to a couple of training events. As a matter of fact, next week, we have our statewide tourism conference, and we will be in conference rooms. It is in Gulf Shores, which is great for us, but it's indoors. You know, it's a conference. People are already doing that and going back. I think business has been on hold a long time, and there's always going to be those that say it's still not safe. You know, I'm not going to do it yet. I know there's some large companies in Hoover that are are still not bringing their people 100% back in the office. But for our industry, we are seeing people come back and are ready to go and do it. You know, I think the big question, do you offer Zoom? Is there any way to do both or do you not? Most of the events and meetings I've been in, I've kind of quit offering the Zoom and it's like you can 
feel free to wear a mask, but we're going forward with it. I wish I knew. Uh, we heard someone say that this is going to peak in a couple of weeks, and unfortunately, it's really bad again. But yet people are still letting people make their own decisions how they're going to do it. I just don't know how long we can put everything on hold. And that's why I said I've been to several conferences and training sessions and people are like ready to be back. Mm -hmm. And in my profession, most of my clients are blue collar jobs, workers, business owners. You know, we've been back to work since May 2020. You know, you just wear your mask if you don't feel comfortable in certain situations and just take precautions. You know, we're still, we're seeing people back. And again, you know, there are those that say, I know people in the medical field that say it's still not safe. It's still not safe. And I think you have to use your own common sense of what you feel and your beliefs and that sort of thing. But we do see it coming back and hopefully safely and you know in a different way just like our industry i was traveling recently and you know we checked in on our phones and we didn't even get a key we used our our electronic key and we felt pretty good about it the remotes in the rooms were wrapped and you know signage everywhere so i mean you gotta if you're gonna travel you gotta feel comfortable with it and i think our industry is doing a great job and again it's different how we're doing business and it'll probably be different going forward. Do you have any advice that you would give business owners about corporate travel at this time? You know, I would just say that business owners are going to have to look at it differently and do business differently to make the traveler feel comfortable and safe. I think that's something. And what that looks like is different by hotel brand. Every brand's different. But when I look at how Marriott and Hyatt, how they're all doing business, it's all different, but it's all geared towards safe travel. So um, Mm -hmm. I think they've got it figured out. Okay. So my last question is, what are you reading or where are you getting your news? For my industry news, there's a research company called Smith Travel Research that The cities subscribe to, hotels subscribe to, and they really do the research from all over the country and internationally. So I read my trends and information from that and see, you know, how other people are doing it. And just mainly our industry news. You know, we have a great uh, State Department of Tourism and they send information out on a regular basis. They do continuing education on a regular basis, online and in person. And so, you know, I usually just get my trends through our industry newsletters and so forth. Well, thank you. It has been so enlightening to talk to you and hear about the industry here. And thank you so much for being an advocate for tourism and hospitality in the Birmingham Metro, Hoover, and the state of Alabama. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you. You have a great day. Thanks for joining us here on So What Has Changed by Mitzi Jane Media. We hope you can join us next week for another episode. If you like what you hear and you'd like to support the podcast, subscribe on your favorite podcast app and leave a five-star review.